is Gunnar Esaias, and then you are listening to Breathe In, a cystic fibrosis podcast presented by the Boomer Esaias Foundation and GunnarEsaias.com. This podcast series has been made possible by Vertex, Novartis, DCU, and Atlantic Health. The views expressed on Breathe In, a cystic fibrosis podcast are that of Gunnar Esaias and Leah Farone, Tiffany Rich, and guests, and are not necessarily those of the Boomer Esaias Foundation. Nothing in this podcast series should be considered medical advice. Such advice can only be given by a physician who's experienced with cystic fibrosis. The Boomer Esiason Foundation, Gunnar and Leah Farone, Tiffany Rich, and guests cannot be held responsible for any damage which may result from using the information on this podcast without the permission of your medical doctor. You're listening to Breathe In, a cystic fibrosis podcast. All right, as always, joined by the very lovely Leah Farone and Tiffany Rich. Guys, how are you today? Good, how are you? Good, how are you? We're good, and today we are going to talk about everyone's favorite topic, dating and relationships. So today <laughs> we'll talk about dating, next week we'll talk about relationships, sort of create a little bridge between the two podcast episodes, but we'll see how this goes. Um, yeah. I, you know, I think dating with cystic fibrosis is probably one of those things that's, uh, I don't want to say it's hard. I think it's probably, it's almost like you're carrying some baggage that has to be unpacked at some point. It's a challenge. And I think that like with the social uh, acceptance is hard with dating because I feel like with being a female with cystic fibrosis is a little difficult just because socially accepting not being ladylike in a way (laughs) because well, girls aren't supposed to spit and cough up mucus in society and sweat and fart and (laughs) All that stuff that CF comes with. So I feel like that's hard for a girl with CF. I don't know the male side, though. I feel like it's more socially acceptable for a guy to spit and fart. (laughs) You know, I think, you know, I think I I agree and disagree to an extent. I mean, I'm not like, let's put it this way. When I'm not on a first date, I'm not like burping and coughing and spitting and <laughs> farting like like a machine or something at that like at the restaurant or something like that right. uh but i you know i definitely think that there are certain sides to see if that are probably not the most appealing as far as you know visuals and social acceptability go but at the, at the same time those are i think they are very important things to put out there because you want to know if the person that you're dating can you know, sort of deal with them. Uh, I also think, like, I've always said that, you know, the first date, well, really the first couple dates is like a job interview because you want to sort of get, you know, it's a job interview that goes both ways because you want to sort of see if the person that you're you're dating, you know, understands the complexities of your life and if you understand their complexity of their own life too because they obviously have things they're dealing with and it's all about seeing if you're compatible. No, definitely. And I feel like it's like that for anyone, like regardless of CF or not. Right. But I also think like the world that we're in today, it's so much harder for anyone to date in general because like people don't really want to go talk to new people and really put themselves out there because they're afraid of getting hurt. And then you add CF into that mix and it's just like it adds a whole new dynamic. Yeah, yeah, it definitely does. And I, you know, I think there are, let's put it this way, there's people out there, especially at our age, we're all in our like, you know, mid to late 20s and our late 20s is very weird saying that but you know i, I know. think that there there are people out there who are capable of handling that burden thrust upon them at different points in their lives and whether or not those people are in their 20s you know say you meet somebody person has no prior experience with cf or chronic illness as many people out there do and all of a sudden you, you thrust 
this, you know, cargo load on them, you know, what does that, you know, sort of do to, to the relationship dynamic? No, definitely. Right. And the whole yeah. online dating is really rough. And what, and why is it rough? <laughs> I just have you like tried it's it? rough because, because you, you are online and then you have to go meet these random people. <laughs> and then what if you have like a huge cough attack or like, you can't, and, that's why you only meet up with you them can't. for a half exactly. hour. Exactly. For a half hour. You, <laughs> really <not laughs> you just hold yeah, it. My boyfriend now, so I met him on, on a dating app. Okay. Oh, you did. Okay. And, yes. oh yeah, I've got great stories. She's got so, um, stories. met him on a dating app and he was like, oh, you know, like, do you want to get dinner? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, now nah, let's like get coffee. I don't drink coffee. I'm just gonna put that out there. <laughs> like I don't drink alcohol really either. So I'd prefer to get go in a situation like that than be like, oh, I'm a huge partier type of person because I'm not. So um, yeah, I pretty much was like, let's go get coffee. You know, we'll meet up for like a half hour and then that's it. You know, and he was kind of like taken back, I think, by that. Um, but yeah, I walk in and I'm like, oh hey, I'm Leah. And I don't drink coffee, and he just, he completely lost it. Like, he thought it was the funniest thing ever, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, you I know. thought it was ridiculous, and I didn't want to meet up for longer than, like, a half hour. But it ended up turning into, like, three hours. Mm-hmm. So. See, not a bad thing. You, you, you matched to meet, well, you matched, quote-unquote, but, you know, you also yeah. realized there are, you know, just different ways. I always see the dating app as sort of like, it's like a bar, but without going to a bar, right? So like mm-hmm. the dating yeah, app is, is there and you sort of like, you're swiping right or left and like the act of swiping right or left is sort of equivalent to walking up to somebody or not walking up to somebody and starting a conversation. That's sort of what right. I see the dating right. app as. And the dating app, it happens on your phone rather than a, a place. I think it's a less intimidating way for people to meet each other. Yeah. Because I think it takes away that initial dynamic that a lot of people aren't willing to do of going up and talking to a person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it might be. I, yeah, you know, I think you know, the dating apps came out my, I'm going to say my senior year of college. So that was... They definitely Yeah, did. so I think yeah. it was... Rather be through it, a screen. Yeah, I mean, it, it was definitely... <laughs> it was definitely a... I don't want to say a game changer, but it was a different way of doing things. And after I graduated college, I sort of was like... I tried it, you know, I did the whole thing. And there, I, I would say that there are different ways of like... I don't know. There's different ways of going about broaching the CF subject when it comes to, to to meeting somebody through a dating app as opposed to meeting somebody in person. Because even if you can't see the CF on somebody, you can sort of you you can take a hint that there's something probably amiss with the person because you know you're coughing a little bit more, you're taking pills. There are visual indications, little visual indications that you do have CF. Whereas if you're meeting somebody through a dating app or whatever, you know anyone could be whomever they want to be on the internet you can you can create your own persona exactly i think dating with cf and doing a dating app is a little bit harder in a sense because if you look at me on a dating app okay like (laughs) i look (laughs) like i'm a a good pick okay (laughs) oh yeah yeah, you are but i'm just Just, putting that out there not counting for myself but yeah (laughs) and then you meet me and you know (laughs) I'm going to cough and stuff like that. So it's a little bit harder to bridge being like, you know, I have my life together and I have a good career and things like that. But I also have this aspect to me that I didn't put on that app, you know? So you're not going to just say CF fighter or 
SPF no, patient on your would not. on your Gunner profile. Page, but I would. profile. You know, I hear. I mean, I did. So funny you say that because probably about three or four years ago, I wanted to see what it would be like. I actually, think I blogged about oh. this even. But about three or four years ago, I in you know I had my little Tinder profile or Hinge profile, whatever, and mm-hmm. I on my profile I put for a month I put living with cystic fibrosis and then for the next month I took it away and I wanted to see the difference and there were actually two or three occasions when people matched me simply because it said CF and they they knew somebody was CF they had a connection to CF in their one life and it was kind of an interesting thing and then on the other side and then the other way I felt like you know I, at some point I had to unload my CF on this person whether it was in person or through the dating app I looking back I feel totally horrible that I did this to this the unsuspecting people through the dating app but I think it was I sort of did it just to see <laughs> what people thought about it through yeah. through the screen as as you know I had a, I basically put a label on myself is what I did right yeah definitely and I, I, I th- go ahead oh, it's okay you can keep going yeah so I mean I think that like there are people out there are people out there who are willing to accept it because they know a little bit about it and there are people out there who you know, we're probably turned off by it. Definitely. And I think a lot of times the situations that I've been in, the people that know right. someone with it or have experienced it firsthand, a lot of times they're way more accepting of it. That's not saying that people who don't know anything about it won't be, because I've had tons of people that don't know anyone with it that have dated me that are completely accepting of it and handle it amazing. But I do think when you meet someone and they have a friend with it or they have a cousin with it or they might work with someone who has a kid with it. It makes it a little bit easier to explain the initial what is CF to them because they have some indication of what it actually is. You're not starting from right. square one. So it's more exposure to it. So yeah. then they're, they kind of know what it has, what's coming in a way. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think that, you know, it is important to, to approach the, the subject, you know, Let's put it this way: If you're dating someone new for the first time, it's going to have to come up eventually because you have to, make, you know, you want to make sure that the person that you're dating isn't a smoker, for example, or someone that's oh, yeah. lives an unhealthy lifestyle that could lead to your demise or your downfall. You want to essentially spend time with somebody that is someone who, you know, will benefit your health in a lot of different ways by, you know, either that's very not, important. You know, not necessarily just jumping yeah. right in. You know, I think it's probably a red flag if you're dating someone for three or four days and all of a sudden the person just mm-hmm. consumes himself or herself with CF. But I think you want to basically evolve that person's understanding of the disease and the condition as a whole. Exactly. Yeah, smoking mm-hmm. would not be a good situation. Yeah, yeah I, you know, no. I, that, and and that's the reason why know. you need to find out right away. Exactly. Yeah. And, well, and they need to know they can't be around you if they're sick. Oh yeah, I mean that, yeah, that's, that's part a big of it one. too. Yeah, 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 I think it's also that's also a difficult one for people to understand, right? Like, yeah, you're oh, in, yeah. you know, people people love being heroes. I think when they're sick, for some reason, they love to they get a cold, they love to go to work, or they love to go to school, they love to try to continue with their daily life, and that really irks me more than a lot of other things. I get so frustrated with that. I put up a post a couple of days ago about yeah. my frustration with sick people going out and just coughing all over everything, and then they're better in a couple of days, and then I get it. So my voice still kind of sounds a little weird. Um, and I'm sick for like two weeks or so, you know? So it's just, it's frustrating, yeah. but what are you going to do? Yeah, people are trying to be heroes. And, I, and then I think, it goes to your lungs. Yeah, exactly. It's just a disaster. It just spirals out of control. You know, I think those are things that like, you have to, you know, you don't need to set ground rules on day one. 
right? You don't no, need to be like, definitely, this, definitely is how, this is how you can be my friend. And if you want to take this challenge on, this is what you do. You know, I, I think. I mean, I don't even tell people that I have CF or at least guys that I'm dating. I don't tell them right away. Mm-hmm. I, I know Gunner for sure handles that differently, but like <laughs> I don't tell them right away. So there's no ground rules for a while. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think. I don't. I wouldn't say that I like wear a giant sign, you know. No, or, no, and, no, I, and no. I definitely haven't in the past. But there are like, definitely there are, are definitely little small little you know indications that I give. Yeah, definitely. But with me and my boyfriend on the first date, I told him that I had CF, apparently, and he has a chronic illness, so it kind of helped in a way that he kind of was able to accept it. And but he didn't go home and Google it. That's good. That's he good. told me that. It's always a plus. So. And we've been together for six years, so he's six years. seen everything. Well, when is the ring coming? For real. Uh, yeah, you ask him that. <laughs> six six that. years, that's Get crazy. On it. I, I'm going to private years. message him. That's You're crazy. Right? Six <laughs> years. Slide right in his DMs. Yeah, go down, it goes down in the DM. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> six years, that's crazy. Yeah, but uh, I think realistically, though, you, you brought up a good point, saying how like you, Jeff didn't Google that you ha- Google what CF was. Because like I always say, cystic fibrosis is a very different on the internet and Wikipedia and WebMD that it oh, actually definitely. is in real life that it actually looks yeah. on somebody. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I've actually, I've been on a date with a girl where, uh, you know, on date one, she sort of figured out that I had CF. Date two, she was like, oh, I Wikipedia'd CF. And I was like, oh, you got to be kidding me. Because <laughs> now you have to like erase, things. you got to erase everything that she learned or thought she learned on the internet and then reteach or yeah. sort of say something new that it so that it goes over what she's already thinks that she's learned about the disease you know i think that's a very dangerous thing yeah well and i also think i think it's interesting to kind of look at when i started dating back in high school i guess (laughs) versus now telling a guy was so much different than telling them now oh yeah i i mean my first boyfriend he was one of my really good friends and we had been friends for years so it was kind of easy he already knew what it was and stuff like that but even when we initially became friends he didn't go Google it because that wasn't really a thing, mm, you know, like true. it wasn't as popular for people to go and look things up as they do now. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know it was a resource like you could Google if you wanted to, but I think now people are so much on their phones and online and things like that, that when they don't fully understand something, rather than ask the person in front of them, they go on their phone, they build, they, they want to look smart and look like they know what they're talking <laughs> about. So they kind of build this, you know conception that they understand what's actually going on when in other words they really don't you know so Mm -hmm. i think that's a big battle with dating now versus i don't know like 10 years ago yeah you know you're definitely right i i think you know i think the best way to teach somebody new about cf is to show them right so show them the actual ins and outs of cf rather than like lecture them because no one loves to be lectured no one loves to listen you know be told what something is people like to make their own conclusions and and things like that. So, you know, I think that, uh, you know, when I, when I told girls that I've been dating or the girl, you know, the, my girlfriend now, you know, I, the way, way I've done it is, you know, I, after a few dates or whatever, and you're hanging out, you just throw the vest on or you start doing a nebulizer. And next thing you know, like that's, so, that's a very visual indication of what things are or, or how life is with CF. So, do you throw that vest on after you've told them, or like? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I'm not that, that's not like a that's not a giant surprise. I mean, that's you're. Yeah, I think you're at a point where you can be like, 
I'm gonna go do treatments. You can come with me if you'd like. You know, I you know I don't yeah, think yeah, yeah. you just suddenly throw it. Out. I did that in college with my college roommates, but that's I think that's different because that's just guys being dudes. You know, right, like yeah, this exactly. is you know you're trying to date someone. You don't want to throw a <laughs> giant surprise on. Exactly, it's kind of the same thing with the feeding tube. Like I would never just take my shirt off like at the pool or something if I was with a girl I was trying to date, and next thing you know my feeding tube is out. You're like, oh by the way, there it is. You know, yeah, I think that's something you sort of have to <laughs> indicate that's that's there or a part of you before you start springing it on people. Exactly. No, I agree. I've never had to really think about the feeding tube thing, but I could see myself being a little self-conscious, just, you know, whipping it out. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think, you know, there definitely was a little bit of a visual barrier that I had to get over with the feeding tube, but I I got over it right away for two. One reason was that my dad loved telling people that I had the feeding tube and he still does for some reason. He's like, we're going to be in the middle of talking about something like completely off topic and be like, Oh, by the way, did you know Gunnar has a feeding tube? I'm like, thanks thanks, dad. But, but you know, I think there, the other part of it was that, you know, I, I sort of understood that the feeding tube was giving me, in a lot of ways, greater health because just, oh, yeah. just for, I mean, we could dedicate an entire podcast episode to my feeding tube, but, you know, I think there, the, the reason that I, I've sort of come to accept it is because it's definitely benefited my health in a lot of ways. Uh, but there was one time actually spe- specifically where my feeding tube exploded on another girl and it was just, it was a huge mm. disaster. It was like, Scrumptious. oh my God. It was, were you in a relationship with this girl? Were you just dating this girl? <laughs> I out with this girl. <laughs> let's put it this way. I was, it was, it was this girl, it was back in college and it was a girl that I was very interested in and a girl okay. that I was, I don't want to say that I was pursuing this girl, but I was definitely courting her. Like I was trying to. Okay. You know, win her over, Winter. and we, you know, we were hanging out, and it's a long story, but basically the feeding <laughs> tube exploded onto her, and she took like a champ. She wasn't grossed out. She wasn't. I think she would have been more grossed out had I thrown up on her, like through my mouth. Oh. But yeah. like, since oh, it yeah. came out of like a medical port, and it was, it's. I mean, it's all the same thing, right? Like, I'm either throwing up mm-hmm. out of my stomach or I'm throwing up out of my mouth. It just can't. Happen. It just happened to leak out of my stomach, and I think it really. I mean, it was a weird thing for her, I bet, but. At the same time, it it was it was just life, and she took it and she was like, right, you know, if it would have came out of your mouth, we would have we'd be having a different talk right now. But I can let you, I can let it slide so since it came out of your mouth. Did you go out with her again or no? Yeah, actually, I ended up dating her for about seven or eight months. Oh, okay. okay. So it, well, it all kind of it all kind of worked out. Totally cool to yeah, throw see, up through your feeding tube. Yes, you know, it totally it totally all the worked. Kids are doing it. Yes, I mean that's what I told myself. I mean, it, it worked yeah. out in, in the moment. I can't say it'll work out yeah. for everyone if that sort of thing happens but it happened to me and yeah. it was you just gotta laugh hey, and make sure that you end up with a person that can handle everything yeah, yeah. i mean i, I lived a person exactly. that can't yeah i mean i lived to fight another day after that one yeah that's so that's great like, i don't a have good a good test. story like that i feel like the closest thing i have to that is having a port you know having yeah. to get used to having that and being a girl mm-hmm. it was kind of tough at first um which is why i kind of had them hide it a little bit because i didn't really want it in the person's face, you know, but one of my favorite stories was I was dating this guy. We weren't like serious or anything like that, but he saw my port and goes, Oh my God, are you okay? And I'm like, what? And he, and he's like, I think you have cancer. Oh, he I thought it was a tumor. <laughs> I had that too. Oh my God. Funny. Just like a comment. I laughed so hard. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's horrendous. Yeah. Yeah, because there's a bump and they think it's like a tumor or something. You need to go get that checked. Yeah. 
Um, I think and they I'm think good. They diagnosed you, and I'm like, no, no. Oh my god, that's horrendous. And then you explain it, you know? <laughs> yeah, well, right. that's exactly. That's a, it's a visual indication of something, right? So it's it's easier to, I think, explain something like that when they want to know what it looks like or or you know the answer to something rather than just lecture them about it un, in an unsolicited fashion. Exactly. You know, I I think I think, but beyond see if there's other things that you have to con- concern yourself when when dating someone, right? And like CF isn't the full picture or if you say it's not the full picture of your own self then there's other things that you have to look for in a person right you know I look back in college and I went on this horrendous date where I I had tickets to I forget the specifics of the story but Boston College is playing Boston University it's like our big rival in hockey and right. it was for the Beanpot Championship which is a Boston tradition it's like the four colleges in Boston BC, Harvard, Northeastern and BU it's a big hockey tournament and BC was playing I think BU in the I think it was the championship game, and the game went to double overtime. But the girl that I was with wanted to leave the game because she was not a hockey fan. She's actually from California, Tiffany. So oh, this girl was. I, love- I, I had we had great seats. It was like the most unbelievable thing. I love hockey, so I was totally into it. Yeah. And, you know, I was I like, we know that. I was now. screaming yeah. my head off. I was a huge BC fan, and the girl with me was like, she was having a good time, but she wasn't totally Enjoy. loving it like I right. was. And I was like, I mean, you got to, you know, show some passion, right? You got to show some fanhood. And the the game, the first period, the first overtime ends, and it's getting late. And she's like, you know, Gunnar, I have a test tomorrow. I think I might leave and, and go back so I can stay for my exam tomorrow. I was like, you're going to leave. Like, if you're going to leave, you're you're going by yourself. You know, I'm not coming with you. I'm watching the end <laughs> of the game. You never went out with her again. No, that was no, the end of it. But, but all, what I'm trying to point out here is that, you know, there is there is more of a picture than just CF, right? You have to, oh, I agree. You have to yeah. sort of, you know, get yourself in a situation where... You can have fun doing the things that you love doing, regardless of your CF. Yeah, definitely. And I'm the pickiest person alive, so half the time, it doesn't even have to do with CF why I'm not with the person. You know? If they don't like sloths, or we have a problem. Now that would be. And if you can't handle my Taylor Swift obsession. Yeah how does your how does your boyfriend handle the Taylor Swift obsession? Oh, um, he tried to win me tickets every day so far. Oh, he's a good boyfriend. So he's, a he's, a, he's a good boyfriend. Yeah, he, he's a good boyfriend. He's a good boyfriend. He he will tolerate my obsession. <laughs> I mean, I'm still waiting for mine to show up at my door at the sloth, but that's never going to happen. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> Maybe one day. Maybe one day. Uh, you know, I you know, I think there's, I think sort of, all in all here, I, you know, there, there's good things that can come of. You know, sharing your CF with somebody new and exciting because you're gonna learn things mm-hmm. about yourself too, right? I mean, you go yeah. through the dating process because you wanna you wanna slay a few dragons before you get to the princess, right? You know, you wanna yeah. you want you wanna get through some rough dates or you wanna you know figure out what you like or what you don't like before you finally fi- you know I don't wanna say you settle on things, but if you, you figure out what you want in another person as far as Definitely. a a caregiver, b a first responder, and c a friend, companion, and and you know, basically an opposite right. of your relationship. And it, it takes time to find someone good like that, you know. Oh, yeah. And I think one of the cool things that I've noticed with, you know, dating a lot and being single for a couple of years, I, a lot of the people that I went out with or I developed a friendship or something like that with them down the line, um, what I realized was a lot of them were super accepting of the CF aspect. They really didn't put me down for that. They were totally on board to handle it. It didn't work out for other reasons, you know. But a lot of them have actually gotten involved in volunteering with the CF Foundation and helping me raise money and really advocating and things like that. So I think it's kind of cool that 
people that it might have not worked out with, they're willing to, you know, see that aspect of your life and see how they can kind of make a difference and still make an impact with those with like that aspect, you know? Yeah. They want to help out because they see yeah. the struggle. Yeah. And they see so. how important it is to get awareness out. And exactly. we need a cure, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 we do. A little selfish, you know. I, I, yeah, I do think that, you know, that is a good part of it. I, and it, if anything, it, it proves that human nature is ultimately, in a lot of times, very good, right? You know, you're gonna right. you come across people that are either wanting to help, or they want to learn, or they want to get involved in in a number of different ways. You know, that can't be said about every single person out there. I realize that there are just some really evil people out there, but mm-hmm. ultimately, the majority of people that you're gonna come across are either. You know, they may not be totally accepting, but they are willing to learn or give it a try. You know, exactly. and, and you have to be patient with the other with the other person, right? You can't just go in there mm-hmm. and be like, you know, I have CF. By the way, I might cough up blood every once in a while. Be on the lookout for that. If that happens, just get out of the way. It's coming. You know, like you, you can't right. really start throwing <laughs> these crazy things at people because you have to remember they're human beings on the other end of the spectrum as well. Exactly, and I think dating people and learning how they're going to deal with that and kind of easing them into each aspect of your life with CF is important. You can't just throw everything at them at once. But I also think there's kind of a line where it's like, okay, if you get to this point and you've spent this much time with a person and they're not really handling it or accepting it in a way that is going to be a good influence in your life, that's when you get them out of there. Get them out of there. You're done. Exactly. Toast. Get them out of there. And yeah. I've been in lots There's of no reason like for that. that you know? No. Yeah. It's like they don't handle it the way they handle it well, but they don't handle it the way you need a person that you're going to spend your life with to handle it. Yeah. Cut them loose. Like, you, know you, don't you, don't, yeah. you don't need that in your life. You know, I think, no. you know, <laughs> you know, there are, there are things where like, I understand that a lot of times it is very difficult for the person who's being, you know, who's in the middle of a relationship to like see themselves from an outside perspective or maybe even understand that the person that they're dating is maybe a hindrance to their health or an issue for, for whatever reason, you know, oftentimes it is hard to see the truth in yourself, but I think it's important when you have see it, that you have to be an advocate for yourself and you also have to have friends that surround you that make sure that you're with the right person, right? And a lot of times, you know, your friends are going to give you really good advice, Right, yeah, you, know, you know, you know, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, you know. I always, uh, when I started dating my girlfriend, now, you know, I was like, you know, I have a really great group of friends, but I'm going to tell you, they're all extremely protective of me. You know, they're not mm-hmm. going to let me go down some rabbit hole, and yeah. and sort of get me get myself into a position where, you know, I'm going to find myself, you know, needing to break up with you or something like that. And I told her that I, that was really within the first month of us dating. I told her that, and then. She was accepting of it, and now she's she's really good friends with the rest of my friends. So it all kind of worked out. But mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. it's important to have advocates for you, and you have to advocate for yourself as far as your health goes when it comes to dating somebody new that's outside of the group. I think you need people like that. I know in my life, my sister is that person for me. Like my friends, they all are protective and however you want to put it. But they're also they can realize they can be a little intimidating in that aspect. So they try not to be too, too protective, but she definitely is the one person in my life that if I introduce you to her, that's a big deal. And we're, we'll be lucky if she lets her guard down within a year, you know, because she really wants to make sure you're living up to her expectation of what I should be with, you know? So totally. 
She's yeah. picky too. <laughs> she might be more picky than me. I think so. Yeah. My yeah. best friends are the same way, so they just make sure I'm well taken care of. And Jeff has passed very with flying colors. <laughs> That's good. You know, I think I mean, it's he's a, been around for six years. Yeah, you, yeah, you, would, right. you would expect exactly. that is past. You know, I, I think exactly. I do think that you know you are right that you know ultimately yes, the, the, your family members are the gatekeeper. My sister is the big time gatekeeper. She's she's given the axe to a number of girls that have, she's met, and my dad has too. My dad, I mean, I've come home with the date, and like I've sort of introduced my like a girl I was dating to to my parents before my dad. The next day, I was like, you got to get rid of her. No personality on that one. Just got to get rid of her. <laughs> And, you know, that that was, you know, that's just like something that's like come up and I, you know, I appreciate the input from, from my family, my friends, stuff like that. So, yeah, that was the end of that one. But I think that there are situations where, you know, it's, you know, you, you think you may see the best in somebody, but ultimately the people around you probably get a different opinion and they may get a different look mm -hmm. at someone and then they can see their true colors. So I think exactly. that's, it's important to, you know, to listen, to listen to your friends, family and stuff like that, mm -hmm. um, especially when it comes to, to your health and, and a lot of those things. Yeah. yeah, I definitely like, have learned that the hard way because I never well, you have used tunnel to listen. Vision. Well, yeah. yeah, and I never used to listen to my family's input or my friend's input or my sister's input because everyone was just hating on, like, every boyfriend I had growing up. So, mm -hmm. you know, they were never meeting anyone's expectations. But looking back, I'm like, what was I thinking? Right. Well, that's learning, right? That's, that's you've, yeah. you've, you've come a long way. Yet, ultimately, exactly. you, you should get to a point in your life, I think, where you look back and you're like, what the hell was I doing? Or... I wish yeah. I would have done this, this, or that. You know, it's hard to live your life with regret, but at the same time, if you do feel that way about certain moments in your life, you're like, wait, I learned something here. You know, those are learning exactly. moments, and that's how you get better. Like, I don't regret yeah. any decision I've ever made, but... Well, you don't come out of the womb it's... perfect. Exactly. No, definitely not. Nobody's and I think perfect. all of this is a learning process. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. All right, so I think that's going to wrap up today's podcast about dating. Remember to join us next week when we go into relationship talk. That sounds like you're listening to Dr. Phil here, but you're not. You're actually listening to Gunnar Asias, Lee Fro, and Tiffany Rich on the Breathe In podcast. Uh, <laughs> so just in case you weren't sure what channel you were tuned into. Uh, but that's all the time we have for today. Remember, if you want to get in touch with us, you can email me at gunnersblog at asias.org. You can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Our Breathe In podcast Instagram is Breathe In. What is it? It's at Breathe, breathe underscore In underscore pod. In. Yeah, pod. Yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. So follow us on Instagram. Uh, remember if you're listening to us on iTunes remember to like share and review same thing on YouTube like sharing reviewing is all very important for some reason and if you want to get in touch with the Salty Sisters how can people do that you can go to um, our Instagram account is at Salty Sisters you can email us at Salty Sisters at gmail.com or on Facebook as well <clears throat> and yeah, it's Sisters, C-Y-S-T-E-R-S. -E yes, very punny. All right, well, thanks for joining us today, <laughs> and I hope you, hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, thanks. Bye.